don't think I have any intention of caressing your cheek and saying I was wrong. I will not weep and wonder what might have been. I'm sure you understand. Still, proud of you in a way. You have shown great conviction, strength, courage, all noble qualities. I should have killed you long ago. Hello, and welcome to Visions of the Past, an Assassin's Creed lore podcast. My name is Andrew, and I'm glad to see that you have found this podcast. Today, we're going to pick up where we left off last week and talk about the man who gave us that quote, Haytham Kenway. Without any further ado, let's just get right into the life that was Haytham Kenway. By 1758, Haytham would return to the colonies and buy land within Virginia, building up the Templar Order's presence within the colonies. He would also travel to New York to oversee the induction of former assassin Shay Cormack into the Templar Order following the death of George Monroe, based on the recommendation from Monroe himself. After his introduction, Shay would tell Haytham of the Isu temples that held artifacts that when touched would trigger massive earthquakes that could level cities. Shay also held the belief that Achilles Davenport and his assassins would recklessly endanger innocents in pursuing of these temples. This information would lead Haytham to task Shay with tracking down and eliminating any assassin who was searching for these temples and to recover the Van Nick manuscript and the precursor box, both of which were in Achilles' possession. In June of that year, Haytham would request the services of Royal Navy Captain and Explorer James Cook to provide aid for Shay against the French Navy, who were allied with the assassins. Accompanying Shay and his first mate Christopher Gist on Cook's ship, the HMS Pembroke, Haytham would see his father's old quartermaster at Awale, though he would escape on his brig, the expert Kruge. Haytham would personally accompany Shay as he tracked at Awale and would end up providing a distraction, allowing for Shay to assassinate Adewale. A year later, Haytham would meet with Shay in New York to find that the assassins were prepping for an expedition to locate another temple. Once they were able to discover the site, Haytham would accompany Shay to the temple to confront Achilles and his last student, Liam O'Brien. After Liam accidentally set off an earthquake, Haytham would catch up to Achilles, and just before he was able to kill Achilles, Shay would convince him that without any assassins, Achilles was not a threat, but that if they let him live, he could warn other assassins about the dangers of hunting these temples. Agreeing, Haytham would shoot Achilles in the knee as a reminder of what had happened, and then ordered Shay to recover the precursor box that the assassins had sent out of the colonies. Over the next three years, Haytham and the Templars would hunt down and eliminate any remaining allies of the colonial assassins, which would culminate in an attack on Achilles' homestead in 1763 which would leave Achilles and Robert Faulkner as the only survivors. By March 5, 1770, Haytham would realize that the colonists were becoming disillusioned with the British monarchy and decided to take advantage of the colonial frustrations by formulating a plan to expel the British from the colonies and allow the Templars to create their own country with their ideas would be law. On March 5, 1770, Haytham would be in Boston to watch as the tensions began to flare. Eventually, he would send a man to the rooftops to fire a shot in the crowd in an attempt to have the British regulars open fire on the crowd. When this man was killed before doing so, Charles Lee would be the one to fire that opening shot. Haytham would then point out a young native boy as the one who fired the shot, putting the city on high alert. In January of 1774, Haytham would reunite the colonial right with the Templar Order to start discussing taking advantage of the American Revolution. During this meeting, Lee would inform Haytham that Zio had died in 1760 when her village was burned by George Washington, 
Lee admitted to knowing about this beforehand as they went to see the elders of the village. Church would believe that this was the same boy that he had met in Martha's Vineyard four years before the meeting, asking for Lee's location. And Johnson would state that he saw presumably the same boy at the Boston Tea Party, but now he was wearing the robes of an assassin. After the assassinations of William Johnson and John Pitcairn, Haytham would instruct Thomas Hickey to assassinate George Washington. After finding out that Hickey's plan was foiled by the same assassin who killed Johnson and Pitcairn, he would travel to Bridwell Prison in New York, where they would have Hickey move to another part of the prison and tell Charles Lee to handle things when he left the prison. On his way out, though, he took a look at the assassin that was arrested with Hickey to find that he was, in fact, his son. Haytham wouldn't be able to convince the judge to release Hickey and to assassinate the assassin. Having a change of heart, though, during an attempted escape, Haytham would throw a knife with, from within the crowd when Rataka Hayton's apprentices failed to sever the rope that Rataka Hayton was hanging from. In the start of 1778, Haytham would be on the hunt for Benjamin Church for deserting the Templar order. Haytham would track him to a small church and wait for his return, but instead of ambushing Church, he would come to face-to-face -face with his son, who would have Haytham call him O'Connor. After a brief investigation that would lead to Haytham's capture, he would head to New York after Connor had saved him from his captors. The two would meet there on January 26, 1778, where they would talk a bit about each other's ideology and infiltrate the Smith & Company Brewery, where Church was known to hide out. Once inside, they would have a conversation about Connor's mother and how Connor felt Lee was responsible, to which Haytham would deny, saying that he ordered against it and that it was not possible. After finding a decoy for Church and that Church was on his way to the island of Martinique, which would end with the brewery on fire and the two jumping out of the building. Two would chase Church on Connor's ship, the Aquila, and on March 7, 1778, they would catch up to him and board the man of war that he was on and ending their mission with Church's assassination. The pair would meet up again in June of that year in an attempt to secure independence for the colonies. This would lead to Connor and Haytham interrogating British regulars within Fort George, and when the final officer was killed by Haytham, that he would justify by stating that the officer would have just told his superiors what had happened, they would make their way out to Valley Forge. During a conversation with Washington about the plans of the British, Haytham would steal correspondence of Washington's that stated that he was ordering an attack on Connor's village, and then telling Connor about it, he would get Washington to admit that it was him ordered the attack that killed Zio. Connor would end up cutting ties with both men, and after Connor left, Haytham would contemplate killing Washington himself, but decided not to, believing that his son might be right about Washington's abilities as a leader. By September in 1781, Haytham would believe that Connor was a threat to the Templar order, and on September 21st, Connor would attack Fort George, looking to assassinate Charles Lee. As soon as Haytham realized that Connor was coming, he gave Lee the Isu artifact and told him to leave Fort George. Haytham and Connor would end up in a fight that would end with Haytham's death at the age of 55. During his final moments, he would tell Connor that he was proud of him for his noble qualities and that he should have killed him long ago. I remember sitting back and playing Assassin's Creed 3 on the night of its release. And it must have been about 4 a.m. or somewhere near there when I got to the point in the game where Haytham inducted Charles Lee into the Order. And we get that twist that Haytham is actually a Templar, and it blew my mind. When I did play through it again, I did see the signs though, like his threat to Captain Smythe. It was something I hadn't expected. You never got the chance to play as a Templar before this, and when you add to it the way that Haytham carries himself, along with a lot of my favorite lines, most notably the one before he dies, he says, 
Even when you're trying to pierce a child, still we rise again. And do you know why? It's because the order is born of a realization. We require no creed, no indoctrination by desperate old men. All we need is that the world be as it is. And this is why the Templars will never be destroyed. All of these things make Haytham one of my favorite characters that is a Templar. I really can see how so many people point to him as the reason they align themselves with Templars. I do have to say though, if you only know Haytham from Assassin's Creed 3 or Assassin's Creed Rogue, you really should read Assassin's Creed Forsaken. For this novel being written in the format of Haytham's journal, outside of the epilogue where it is written in the same format, but from Rabziga Haydon's point of view, we get a lot of his inner thoughts and how he feels when important moments in his life happen, like the kidnapping of his sister, or when he finds out that his father was an assassin, or when he realized that he had a son. The first time I read through it was actually in the audiobook format that was read by uh, Gunnar Cawthry. I thought it was an interesting listen, but there was one thing that had me bothered. He would pronounce Haytham's name as Haytam. And it, it might be one of those little things, but over the course of 11 hours in an audiobook, it kind of just goes, kind of wears on you. And it, it, it's just one of those moments where you go, why are you pronouncing it this way? Should we all be pronouncing it that way? Should we be pronouncing it the way it's pronounced in the game? I was really confused by it, and it, it really ended up bothering me in the long run. Thank you for joining me today. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast, and if you have any questions about Assassin's Creed or topics that you would like me to cover, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Vision underscore AC, a link to which will be in the description to this podcast. Until next time, my assassin friends, make sure to follow the creed. And to those Templars listening, may the Father of Understanding guide you.